Are you ready to start living the life of your dreams? Are you ready to invite the magic, the stories, and the lessons to take your life to the next level? I'm Nicole Winley, and I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. Because when you feel good, when you believe in yourself, success and achievement are just around the corner. Ain't nothing fabricated here. It's real stories from real people to guide you through life's ups and downs. Let today be the start of something new. Let today be the day that you change any belief that limits you. Welcome to Believe and Achieve It. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and today is, <laughs> I can't even believe it, is that it's January 31st, Yeah, and it's the first time Janet and I have gotten to chat in 2022, so welcome, <laughs> Janet, to Believe It, Achieve It in 2022. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so I have been like moving and grooving on the podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't done one with Janet yet. And usually people will notice people. It's so funny because people notice. People notice if I miss a week, they all feel like they have a friendship with Janet. (laughs) I love that. You saw that even like at my birthday party. Some of the people were like, where's Janet? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's so cool. So how are you? How was your holidays? How was the new year? Are you all ready for this good 2022 that we're in? I'm ready. I'm yeah, I'm ready to move forward. Everything holidays were good and crazy. And then January was crazy with COVID here in Florida. And oh, but I'm hoping that all of that is I'm hoping that's like sort of the the burning off, the clearing out, and that we can kind of start moving forward a little bit. Yes, because I was able, I did talk to you. You did talk me through my my COVID, my Rona stint. <laughs> <laughs> I was texting with you every day, so I appreciate that. And you were unscathed. We were, uh, Yeah, we were unscathed. Mm, wild. Hey, Who knows? Who knows? I like to think that I'm going to be positive here, right? I'm usually positive anyway, but I, I like to think and hope and I feel, and it might be just me, and even though I started the new year with Rona, literally on New Year's Eve, so right. I'm like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, you know, I started getting, like, organized like crazy, and it just kind of jumped. It, like, had mm-hmm. me hitting the ground running, hit the ground running uh, going into 22, just, like, on fire, yep. like, everything's organized. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah, I do think that, and actually, just this morning at Pilates, I was talking to Amy, who owns the Pilates studio, and we were just talking about both of our January schedule has been very slow, which is typically it's a really busy time. People have made all their resolutions, but with all the COVID cancellations, you know what I mean? It's both been kind of slow, but that's been really nice to give us a chance to start the year off that way. Like I've already had my taxes done and, you know, yeah, to like really have that time to actually get those things done, to feel like that, because already next week, when I look at my schedule, I've already been getting the text of, okay, I'm feeling better now, or okay, we're off quarantine, you know, kind of getting jumping, it's going to be busy again. So nice to have the slow start to the year to be able to really exactly that to like clear things out and get things set. Right. And, I, and that's what I told a lot of people. I was just like, listen to your body and just, yeah. so maybe this you're supposed to chill. I mean, Right. For me, yes, it was bad because I was sick and I don't, I haven't been sick in four years. So that was right. sucked. But then it was like, okay, so I, I have this. I can't go out. I can't be around people. So 
I feel good and I feel even better when I'm moving. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just went to it and I was like a ruthless. I was Marie, Mm -hmm. is it Marie Kondo? Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't bring joy, pitch. I mean, I had donation pile. I had take to consignment pile. I was doing it. Like, why do I have four wooden spoons that are the exact same? What am I ever going to have? I only have four burners on my stove. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, I was like ruthless, but I felt so good. Great to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. felt so good. Like redid my office and got it all set. You know, like it just felt so good. Did a new vision board. I think you did a vision board. Didn't you do a vision board? Yeah. I, yep. I've got, I'm looking at it right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to find a home for it. That's the thing too, right? Let's talk a little bit about the vision boards. Yeah. I feel like people do them and then they put it under the bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good point. We were just talking about this because my son and his tutor did um, a vision board at the beginning of the year, although he did not care for it, but the tutor really loved it. So we keep talking about it. And she was saying how she was pet sitting at um for at a at another house for a week and so she didn't have she didn't see her vision board every day and she just felt kind of lost and it was so nice to come home. So yeah, I think you know, I've had the vision board in different places when I had a young child and I was super busy, I had it in the bathroom <laughs> because that was the only time that I had a minute to look at something and so what well, you know to multitask while I would be in the bathroom I would look at it. Sometimes, like right now, I have it right there. I'm a, so I can, while I'm sitting here, I can look right at it. There have been times I've had it in the living room, in the closet, in the bedroom, but right by the front door. You know, somebody's, I know somebody has them in, in their garage while they're getting in the car. You know, I, I think the idea of the vision board, like this is what was always helpful to me, is the example I always use is when I was so busy. I hear people all the time, you know, I get the busy moms and Mm-hmm. And I get, uh, nobody gets the busy thing more than me. I get it. But there are times where we do just get so busy and we're just, you know, it's, it's on the hamster wheel we're here. And then we got to go here. We got to go here. We don't have th- that much time to stop. But if in that rush out the front door or getting dressed in the morning, you see that vision board, even if it's subconscious, it's like a North star. It's just kind of driving you towards where you want to go. So if you have this vision board that has like my vision board for years, when I was so busy, had all these pictures of like, you know, a a woman alone with no kids doing like (laughs) yoga on the paddleboard, you know, was never going to happen. You know what I mean? But the feeling that went along with that was what I was really longing for at that time. I really needed that space, that time away to have quiet and not be mom for a minute. And so even as I was rushing out the door to get to work, to get the play date, to do, 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 you know, to see that picture on the way out, it was just this subconscious reminder that maybe instead of doing the play date at to play play place, we would go do it at the beach. Or, you know what I mean? Or for dinner, we would go take a picnic over by the park or something, you know, just little things to just kind of interrupt the busyness of life and to remind you of what are you focused on. So like that was my old vision board. My new one is more is quieter. And I have like a lot of words like 
nourish and I have like healthy food pictures. It's just more of it. That's a different, it's a different chapter in my life, but I can be really, I can get overly busy still, even though my kid is more grown, I'm still busy. So when I see those images, it reminds me to take a deep breath. Even if I'm Mm. still busy, I could be present and breathing more consciously while we're having this conversation, while I'm talking to a client. Or that maybe then when I get done with a session, instead of just like pulling out, out my to-do list and shh, maybe I just go and I sit out by my pool for a minute and just take a deep breath. And the vision board creates that reminder to do that, right? It's like this subtle, gentle pull towards where you're moving towards. If you're a vision board, if you have like this goal that you're working towards and starting a business or certain health goals or whatever, if that's on there, that if you find yourself being distracted away from that goal, but as you're going to bed, you see it, then in your head, instead of going through the distraction, your head just is gently pushed back on path of, right, this is the priority. This needs me and this is important and this is on fire. And this is the goal. This is the intention. This is the priority right now. Mm-hmm. So yes, the, yeah, do the vision board, but then to look at it. Right. I feel have, like, yeah, I think that's where it gets lost. Like I have yeah, friends point. that have done the vision board and then they don't put it up. <laughs> yeah. No, they it's put really, it somewhere where they don't want anyone to see. Right. Right. But you can put it places. <laughs> right. Right. But that's where I think the bathroom, the closet, those are, you know what I mean? They're, they're still private places, but that's somewhere that you're going to be every day. And sometimes, especially like in the closet or the bathroom, like as you're getting ready, as you're brushing your teeth or as you're getting dressed for the day to see that vision board, as you're sitting there being like, okay, wait, but I have to do that movie and I have to stop the public. And like all these things. And then you see the vision board that is, is, telling you to do yoga or breathe, breathe, be around friends, whatever the goal is, then you, you know what I mean? You see this disconnect and it's just, it's like this inspiring way rather than a scolding way. You know what I mean? It's just this kind of gentle, unconscious, inspiring way of like, okay. Do you think, how do you feel about the, I don't have time as an excuse? Cause I feel like I do hear a lot of, Right, but yeah. you don't have time, but you watched four episodes yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Emily in Paris. I don't know. I was just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple things to it, right? I mean, I think um, is, it, is that like it's a put it's like because they don't want to have to Yeah, I think I think one of it is that we can really just get into that fight or flight part of our nervous system and that it's just really hard to unwind. And so we stay busy and it feels real. Do you know what I mean? It feels like, like there is nothing on that list that we could have not done when really, you know, I'm sure there's a lot on that list that, that could have been delegated or done differently or done later or something like that. I think also that sometimes we're really attached to what self-care should look like. Again, I think some people think self-care is going to the spa and getting a massage. Right. Or, or, or sitting and meditating, right? Mm -hmm. Like, which yes, is a great thing, but is not, is something that's very hard for somebody, especially for somebody who's kind of type A, kind of anxious. Can't sit down and is busy, 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 busy. With that. 
that asking that person or asking the busy mom <clears throat> to like sit and meditate while the kids are running around screaming doesn't make a ton of sense. And also that I don't, you know, that, that sometimes for a mom who is really overwhelmed and touched, touched out kind of, and just exhausted that sitting down or watching for episodes of Emily or sex in the city or whatever, that that can really be self-care. If that's true. Yeah. 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 If that's what helps to kind of make you not do anything else mm-hmm. because you're watching the show. So you're just doing one thing and you're in bed and it's helping you wind down. If you're doing it intentionally, that's what I always say with my clients is that it's the intention behind it. So if you're mindlessly watching Netflix. Reality TV, right? I know I used to right? say, I, I like it. It doesn't, because it just, ha- I'm guess what? I'm in their little life. Thinking it's funny and right. right, there's something right. But if you're my, kind of like, if you're just doing it mindlessly, and then there's usually this part of us in the in the back of our head that makes us feel guilty about it, right? We call it our guilty pleasure. Yes, why is right? that? And we feel like we should we should be meditating. We should be writing a novel. We should be you know having deep conversations with our partner. All of these things versus if that's what self-care is to you, then make that be your self-care. Have the intention that this is my self-care time. And that maybe then you even, like maybe you have a little sign that you put on your doorknob for the family to know this is your self-care time. Don't bug me with all of your requests. Maybe you get, <laughs> right? Maybe you get like a really comfy um, blanket or jammies or slippers or something and you know what I mean? You intentionally jump into the blanket and put your show on. Maybe you have a cup of tea, you know, maybe you, you know, maybe you put on some lotion or something. like you make it a ritual and you make it, this is your self care time. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's where we get, I think off track of the self care is that we either think the self care is going to the spa or it's like, it has to be this, it has to be meditation and the right kind of meditation for the right amount of time. I can't tell you how many people say, like are like ashamed to admit that they listen to a guided guided meditation because it's hard for them to just sit down and, and meditate. I'm like, oh I my, know. we're so hard on ourselves. So I think some of it is that that when you hear, well, I don't have time for self care, but then when I ask, well, what do you do, right? When the moms are saying, I don't have time for self care and I stay up too late, right? That's what I hear all the time. Well, why do they stay up too late? Because it's the only time it's quiet in the house. And so maybe some, some of them, they're on their phone scrolling. Sometimes they're... Um, it is that on- bad. I don't think it's bad. A lot of people beat themselves up for scrolling on Instagram. So at all. No, I don't think so at all. And for moms, a lot of times that's the only adult interaction that they're having in a day. The only time that, you know, the things... And so what's, what's wrong with that? So I think it's just more that we have to adjust to not be so hard on ourselves about limiting what self-care is and that And then to have the intention, if we sit down that when we watch Real Housewives tonight, uh, that is our self-care. If that's the intention that we go in with it, then that's that's our meditation. Then that's what we're going to get out of it. If we go into it, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I don't want anybody to know it's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Out of it. Right. You know what I mean? And then we really aren't going to get anything out of it. It's just like when you always say about scrolling, right? If you just unintentionally scroll and whoever's in your feed, if they want to be in the, you know, Negative. Right, and you see a cute pair of outfit or something, then you wear it, then, you know, like... Right, you know what I mean? Then that's what you're going to get out of it. But if you're intentional about your feed, that it's just positivity and, you know, things that make you laugh and things that touch your heart, then then you get that out of it. So 
that's my thought about that with the not having time is I think, I think we just don't understand how to use that time. And I also think that there are things to do and we don't, I'm actually working on a little handout of like, of self-care that takes zero seconds. Ooh, right. I love that. Because somebody that. speaking of social media, I was scrolling today, and somebody had a little cute little—I don't even know what they're called anymore—real, and uh, it was like it, ha- it was a self-care question, and it said go to the spa or do a facial at home, and I said both because I self-care every day, all day. Like going to the spa with my girlfriends is self-care, but self-care. I also. You know, cleanse my yeah. face and put on ice cream, and that's self care. Right. So I was okay. like, I'm both. I I self care every day, all day. Right? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think you know, I do think that it is hard, and, and that's what I kind of think about the COVID thing and what we were how we were talking about with January and using that time when you were sick. For me, using this time where the office is slower of taking that deep breath and allowing our nervous systems to calm down a little bit and get out of that constant motion that, that, that makes it easier. And that's where the zero second, one second, five second self-care is so important because even if it's a zero second, even if it's just as you're talking, taking a deep breath or being aware of your feet on the floor, that that interrupts the fight or flight response just Mm. in the tiniest bit it just pulls us for the tiniest bit out of that upper part of our nervous system where we can't stop that just even if we're not stopping but we're being aware of not stopping being aware of like right now I have this weird thing that I sit on on my chair (laughs) and it's so it's kind of it's like sitting on like an exercise ball right but it helps gives me some proprioception into my, you know what I mean? That when I want to say, okay, let me feel my chair. Like I can really feel it, you know, feel your feet in the floor just by shifting your, your view, your intention, your mind to this present moment. It takes you out of that fight or flight, out of the worrying about the future, you know, future or worrying about the past brings you into that moment. The more each time you do that, it's like another drop in the bucket. It's another drop in the bucket. It's another drop in the bucket. And over time that pulls you into that healthy part of your nervous system and out of that fight or flight. You're good, Janet. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I do. I do. (laughs) But, and I'm sitting here like staring at, I have a cork board. It's not a vision board. It's a cork board that kind of just became Mm-hmm. Like a vision board. Like I have things that people have said to me. I mean, I got my, the name, I don't know what my dog, my dogs are being like crazy today. So sorry. But like someone told me I needed to believe and trust. So I wrote down, believe it, trust, dunk it on my corkboard. What's the name of my podcast? Believe it, achieve it. So it's kind of like my, I don't even know. I guess yeah. it's like a vision board, but. Yeah. I have like a little page of affirmations that's just right here on the desk so the same thing as it's also like I have three bills sitting on top of it an application that I have for my son like it's like not a happy pile you know what I mean it's my yeah in the middle of it is my I just always keep it with my to-do list and everything so as I'm going through things 
there it is. And again, it's one of those micro moments. I was talking just before the holidays, I was talking to a client. We were talking about microdosing positivity, right? Microdosing mindfulness. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So as I'm sitting here, here's my to-do list. Here's my bill. But also here's my affirmations. And even if I just read the first one, microdose, right? And it's that moment that shifts that intention away from, oh, I have to pay the bills. Oh, God, I forgot this. Oh, what's the date? Oh, oh, oh. To in this moment, I like one of my affirmations, I am safe. So in the middle of all of that, and then I'd see that one, oh, I'm safe. And it's such a huge shift, right? One instant, it's a zero second self-care, zero second mindfulness. But what a shift between, oh my gosh, did I pay that on time? Oh my gosh, I didn't send that back. Oh wait, how do I do that? All of life, of adulting. Yeah. And then in the middle of it, oh right, I'm safe. Oh, I love that. I have little sticky notes. Yeah, of, quote, of quotes, and and I'll look up and read that. And I have, you know, I mean, my desk is probably similar to yours. Like I have another calendar that has like a positive thing every day, and then gifts that people have got me. I have a little peace sign because I was uh, on a podcast, and she's made a little, you know. So, yeah, my office is pretty much filled with good. I mean, believe right behind me and love. Right. <laughs> And although I'm not seeing that behind my back, but when I am on a Zoom or talking to someone or doing a pot, whatever it is, I'm looking at that. So looking at that, it really does spark joy. Just seeing a heart over my shoulder. Yeah. 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 And I think we can't like underestimate the the power of the unconscious too, right? You know, Mm -hmm. like in this year where I've been doing all this trauma studying and nervous system studying and one of the one of the activities to calm your nervous system is orienting where you just kind of look around your room and you do 360. You look all the way around you and it comes around and it comes back. When you look at animals in the wild, they do that, right? They always mm. want to know that they're safe. So our nervous systems are, are wired the same way as animals, right? They're wired to keep us safe. And so when we don't know, what's behind us 360, there is this level of hypervigilance. And so what was interesting about that is that, that then that as I started getting the habit, like I sit in this desk all the time and I know kind of what's in my office, but I hadn't really ever intentionally looked Mm -hmm. at inch of it and kind of felt what is it. And as, as I looked, I was like, gosh, you know, different parts of this room, like help me feel relaxed. And different parts of it kind of make me stressed out. Like I would never think that that kind of clutter of pictures with magnets on the fridge over there is, you know, has like a negative subconscious or unconscious impact. But as I start to get, as I start to look, I look at my new art, that feels really soothing to me. I look at the cluttered pictures, that doesn't feel as soothing. We're not aware of these for the most part consciously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Think about that when you're in your environment even if you're not paying attention to it out of the corner of my eye constantly, when I look, there's a little sign over there that says breathe. Uh, How often do I, am I consciously aware of it? And do I actually take a breath when I see it? I don't really know, but the impact that those words have on me and, you know, and seeing that, that has more than, than we think. And so for most of us, I imagine that it's the opposite 
right? That we're seeing that there's a lot of things that are neg- that are having a negative impact without us even being aware. Right. I feel like that would be like clutter, you know? Yeah, definitely. Right. That's what it is with the pictures. The pictures are all of my son. Those are happy pictures, but they're just like, all like mishmashed. And for some people, they might look at that and that might feel good. You know what I mean? We're all different. But so like, that's an activity that everybody could do today is if there's a place that you spend a lot of time, right? If it's at your desk, if it's in your car, if it's in your kitchen, to really look around every square inch of it just briefly and just kind of notice what feels good and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. If there are things that feel good, do more of those things. And if there are things that feel that don't feel great, clean them up, move them out, change them around. Just like you were talking about with cleaning out the kitchen. It feels great to not have four spoons. Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I told you I got rid of like old paperwork and things that were kind of heavy on me. Uh-huh. And I didn't even realize that it's sitting in my you know, office closet, but it's still in the back in the corner weighing on me and getting rid yep. of that. And we even had convinced one of our girlfriends... Yeah, <laughs> to do a party whole- on some stuff yeah. that she needs to let go of, like yes. yeah, that she's had in her house that she needs to let go of, weighing her down. Yeah, yeah, it's why. I mean, it was a wild how good it felt to get rid of some stuff. Yeah, I think that's really maybe kind of like the theme for today, and maybe kind of the theme for twenty twenty two. Right? Is that <laughs> yeah? Let's our- start. Let's start a trend. <laughs> are those little things, right? The the microdosing, right? What are those the little things that have a big impact? I'll tell you too, Janet. Like again, it's like oh, society says, right? But like, you don't want stuff sitting on your kitchen counter. Well, forget it. I use my Vitamix almost every day, so it sits right. out, sits yeah. out on my counter. And right. now I even bought a real pretty wooden bowl. It's like a lazy Susan, but it's more like a bowl because it's got a yeah. you know a, a lip on it. And I put all my su- my supplements in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because nice. I take them twice a day. Right, right. So, uh, and then I was like, "And why do I have all these powders that are in Ziploc bags that you never zip back again? Why? Once you vote, <laughs> you never get the zip back. And then oh. the powder poofs. Yeah. So I put those in containers. I love it. Right. And I even labeled it. I mean, I don't know who I am. Yeah. I found a little. Um, chalkboard like label thing, and oh, I- <laughs> cute. cute. Yeah, I love that. And it just it sparked major joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it, right? I get it. And it's like, and all of that's really personal, right? Like you were saying, sort of society. Like society says, right? For me, the cluttered pictures is not good, but for somebody else, that would be great. You know what I mean? For me, looking at the picture, that I have a lot of books. And that feels good to me for some people. That I know would, books make me happy. Right. That, but for some people that would feel really cluttered and there's no right or wrong. It's just whatever feels good to you. And it is, I think, a nice exercise to just look around and notice, right? We, we're in this environment all the time, but we don't really notice that much. And notice what sparks joy and what doesn't. You know what I mean? What, when you look at it, feels like, ugh. And what feels happy. And then, you know, then what can you do? Does it, maybe, maybe it's a, uh, like right now I have this, uh, what is that weighted blanket on my chair, my client chair. And it's, you know, it's so heavy. So it's kind of hard to fold and it's just like, 
I don't know, it looks kind of a mess, but it wouldn't really be hard for me to fold it. Right. You know what I mean? And that would, and then when I look at it, I would have that, Oh, that feels good to me versus somebody else wouldn't even care about that. But noticing, noticing that and that all of those little things have an impact in our, in our nervous system. They kind of, you know, they build up both positively and negatively. And there's a lot once we leave our environment that we can't control Mm-hmm. all the sights and sounds and smells that are going to, you know, come into our consciousness. So the more we can control what we can control, which is our little area, wherever we spend the most time, you know, for you and me, we're in these rooms a lot. Some people are in the kitchen a lot. Some people are in their car a lot, whatever, you know, whatever place you spend a lot of time to just take a little, a, t- a minute to organize if that, if, not even that, to just notice what, feels good and what makes you feel like mm, that's I don't love that and then you know and then do more of the things add more of the things that feel good and get rid of the things that don't mm-hmm. like I have a whiteboard too in my office and it was kind of like behind it was an awkward place and I didn't want to move it because I have you know to unscrew la 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 and then I ended up moving things around in my office so now I'm using my whiteboard again and that sparks joy right Right. But just by notice, seeing it stuck back there, bringing mm-hmm. it up. Well, and think about with, since it's the beginning of the year and people are thinking about habits, think about that with habits, right? Like how you talked about to, in order to drink the warm lemon water in the morning, filling your glass the night mm-hmm. before helps. So often I'll say, you know, all of these things you can do for free, but some of the little gimmicks that you can get for 20 bucks on Amazon makes such a big difference. So if buying one of those jars that says 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., if that helps you drink more water. <laughs> I have one. I do have one. Right? But then that's a great thing. Or if getting like a really nice teapot, you know, if your goal is to drink tea and creating a nice teapot or like how you were talking about with your supplements, having a little little way to organize your tea, like if that helps, then do that, right? That, that I think we underestimate all those, how those little things can make a big difference in, in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And tea, I have a tea organizer, but then guess what? It's in my cabinet, which then gets pushed behind things. Right. I don't use it. <laughs> right. 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 And so, which can be completely fine, right? It's, you know it's, I mean? It has sparked joy in me to like get things out and be like, oh, I'm using this. I'm actually right. going to use this. <laughs> right. And then if you're like, well, you know, I would really like to drink more tea. Then if there is a tabletop countertop organizer that you could get for 20 bucks on Amazon, then that's a $20 well spent, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to, that's, it's going to be much more likely. The reason you keep your supplements out there is because you're more likely to take them twice a day when you're looking at them, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Vitamix. You have to go down or like under the counter and do all of that. It's, it's less likely. So if you're trying to drink more water, if you have a, a beautiful pitcher on the counter, more likely to, to do it, right? If you're, and that's what we, that's the idea of the vision board. That brings us back to the idea of the vision board is that when you are looking at that, right? When you're looking at whatever your intentions and your visions and your goals are for your life, you're just more likely to do them when you're looking at it. When the vision board is under the bed, it's not helping you. No, not at all. All it did was have you go through the magazine and cut out pretty pictures. Right, right. (laughs) And at that moment, it helped. And that goes back to that idea, right, of 
of personal growth and therapy and coaching is not like going to college. It's like going to the gym. You know, you don't do it. You don't sit down and make your vision board and then you get your diploma. I made my board. And so now everything's going to be different in your life. Mm-hmm. You sit down the vision board, which is like sitting down with your trainer and coming up with your plan. But then you're the one who wakes up every morning, three days a week and follows through on the plan that goes to the gym. That That's what changes your life is the going to the gym, not the sitting down with a trainer. So that idea of doing the vision board and putting under the bed, it's like going and meeting with your trainer, but never going to the gym. It's not going to, it isn't right, gonna like meeting with your trainer once every six months. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, you know what I mean? That's not going to help. You have to actually go to the gym and with the vision board, you have to actually like have to look at it, right? You have to actually look at it consciously or unconsciously. Those images have to be, you know, have to be visible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that, I, that, I don't know what it went from the vision board to what do you do with your vision boards? Do you keep them or do you get rid of them? I keep them. So I have, um, I actually have the two of them in front of each other, but I'm going to hang them here where I can see both of them. I like seeing the progression of the vision boards. I like that. I like seeing the old one and the new one. Yes. I do have mine from last year and some of the things have fallen off or, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, I, that's not even in my vision, Mm -hmm. which is interesting to look back and think that's what I thought I wanted. Right. That's what I like. That's why I like, you know what I mean? I like that. To me, I I like seeing the evolution to see where I was and what I was thinking was important at that time versus now looking back with the perspective. I like to see both of them, but there's no right or wrong way with any of that. Mm -hmm. But so it got me thinking about my jar. So, you know, I started my gratitude jar or happiness jar, whatever you want to call it. But I did it last year and it's sitting on my desk in a a mason jar, right? And I'll look up at it and I go, oh, I need to write something down and it makes me happy and I put it in there. And I did get mine out. I did, you know, in my quarantining days, it was during New Year's and I got my jar out and I sat down and I read through everything and I giggled and I laughed and I forgot about some things. And it was a really awesome. That was the first year I've done that and really kind of followed through on it. And I highly recommend that, right? It's it's the end of January. So by the time they hear this, it'll be February, but they can write cheat and write down two things and put it in there. (laughs) And it really was very cool to go back and see all of that stuff. And, um, I did toss everything. I threw them all away because then I'm like, what am I going to do? Right. I'm in the organizing mode. So yeah. I was like, why am I going to keep all these little <laughs> torn off pieces of paper? Cause usually I just like tear off a corner of a piece of paper and write something on it. <laughs> and I started it again and it was so awesome. I loved every bit of it going back through. Cause I was like, oh my God, wait, well, I told like there was stuff I totally forgot about. And Isn't then that. I- gets us in that rut of life, right? That hamster wheel, because we forget about the things that did spark joy. We're saying that again Um, and brought happiness or made me smile or, you know, oh, so so I think that is really important because we get on the hamster wheel and we forget to celebrate. We forget to find the beauty in these tiny things. Yep. You know, and then it's just on the back burner. You know, what'd you do last year? Well, you know. 
Guess right. what? I had a whole jar full of stuff that was hey, great. Just little moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had totally forgotten about. Yeah. I found time hop has been for the, the Facebook memory thing. Yeah. Has been so helpful for me because I would type something that Henry said, you know, that was cute or funny and then forget. And then each year it comes up, you know, and it says the date and time that it, that, that I posted that. And that's been, you know, that's been a nice way again to use social media for good. Oh, right. I know there's so much good about social media. <laughs> choose if you there's choose. There's so much good about, right? If you choose, you get to control it. And again, like you said, it's like the society is like, well, I was scrolling on social media. Right. Because I've had so many people say, well, I'm going to turn it off or I'm going to do this because I, you know, find myself, scro- but what's wrong with that? You know? Right. There's if it's not adding stress, right? Mine does not add me stress. So, uh, uh, Duchess is sitting here. She loves to shred up paper towels. So she's just now made a big poof <laughs> of paper towels. I could stuff a pillow, but she's having a great time. <laughs> I think we gave two lessons, right? I say start a jar. <laughs> Because yes. it made me real happy to go through definitely. that jar on New Year's. Yeah, definitely. And then you say, right, to start the little micro. Yeah, little micro moments, micro mindful moments. Oh, and then let's have the best freaking year, right? Yeah. I've seen all the memes that it's 2022 as in 2022. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. Let's let's not even put that out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's not even no. put it out there. No, right. No, it's yeah, make it a great year and and to I'm very hopeful. It. Yes, me too. And appreciate whatever comes, right? Just like when you had your quarantine, you made the most of it, right? To appreciate some of the space that sometimes comes with this new instead of being mad that I had COVID you know I yeah right it was time for me to yeah because let me tell you and you know I've said it a million times it like jump-started me like I have never been this like jazzed about starting a new year right yeah I am just like on fire. So I hope to, I will, my goal will be to, to stick with it. Yes. And I uh, continue to be jazzed every day. Oh, will be. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Janet. I never know. Well, sometimes we kind of plan out what we're going to talk about. A lot of times yeah. I go with like what I've been hearing from people. And, yeah. you know, today we kind of, I just said, let's just keep it kind of on a positive, like fun mm-hmm. Let's do this, right? Let's let's crush 2022 as I started. Let's crush 2020, maybe this early. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So thank you guys for listening. Much, much love. And go for having me. Oh, always, always. You'll be back in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> and as always, you guys go make it an awesome day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Believe It, Achieve It. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you some value, please share it with a friend or subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. I love hearing from all of you, so please drop me a line at CoachNicoleWindley.com. That is CoachNicoleWindley, W-I-N-D-L-E-Y.com. 
Catch you next time. Much, much love.